Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. My name is Inez Bai, and I'm your host, um, as well as a health and mindset coach. And we've been a little bit quiet here on the podcast over the past couple of weeks. I was very lucky to get to go to Byron Bay last week with my best friend. And it was amazing. It was such a good break. I was still working there, talking to some clients, signing up some new clients, which was the absolute dream. And obviously spending heaps of time at the beach and eating all of the good food. And every single time I go on holidays, like if you're someone that ever struggled with disordered eating or even just being on the constant diet bandwagon, every single time I go on holidays now, because I used to so struggle with my relationship with food and I'd always be putting so much pressure on myself to diet before I went on these holidays. As soon as I went on holidays, then it would be like this binge fest and I would just be filled with so much guilt and anxiety about it. I'd be feeling not confident in my body because I'm like, oh, why did I even bother dieting? And now I feel out of control with my relationship with food. And then I would come home and I'd instantly be putting myself into this diet again and trying to eat as little carbs as possible and starving myself, which can only lead to one thing, which is binge eating again. And thus the cycle continues. So every single time now when I go on holidays, I'm so, so grateful that I have done this work on my relationship to food because it's not only about the food that I eat or the experiences that I have around food. It enables me to be so much more present. Like, you know, when I'm going out and I can just decide, am I hungry or am I not hungry? Like it's not this big indecision spiral that I get stuck in I'm just kind of like yep okay I'm gonna have a snack and you know all these rules that I used to have have just dissolved but I can remember them of feeling like I can only eat if my friend is eating or I shouldn't be eating lunch too early like I just had breakfast or I have to see what everyone else is eating and I can't eat more than what they're eating because what will they think of me like all of those beliefs which I'm sure you may resonate with or you may have had in your past They're self-limiting beliefs and they're also not actual facts. Our brain convinces us and tells us that those things are true and we've got to listen to them. But at the end of the day, it might feel like our reality in the moment, but it's actually just our very small sliver of the perception. And obviously it stops us from being present in the moment and enjoying the situation, enjoying the time away with my very best friend. And, you know, obviously we don't normally get to spend a full week together, And actually just being able to go to the beach and soak it all in and swim and laugh and like bounce around in the waves and not care what anyone thinks of me because I'm not worried about my body and just like go to the park and like talk to new people and have conversations and not be so worried about whether or not they like me. Healing my relationship with food has truly been one of the biggest catalysts on my whole personal development journey. And I just wanted to share this with you because I know it can feel like we're going to be stuck in wondering whether we're eating the right thing or feeling like our bodies are never going to be good enough and we're never going to be get there. But there's so much more on the other side of that fear when you start to take control of your fears and your beliefs and you start to decide what your truth is going to be rather than letting society and fat phobia and diet culture tell you what that's going to be. Before I dive too further in on this podcast, I have an exciting announcement as well, which is on the topic of a free webinar that I'm hosting on Wednesday, the 10th of February. It's going to be all about calling in your soulmates. So this is not just romantic soulmates, but also platonic soulmates. So many of my clients come to me feeling a little bit lonely and isolated and having that craving for real deep, genuine connections. And how do I find friends that I can talk to that love mindset work and 
and you know aren't just talking about boys and dieting like I want friends that I can talk to about real deep things or I'm really ready for a partner like how do I call that person in how do I call in someone that's aligned with my standards and can match my energy so if you're keen to learn about that how to feel more supported by new relationships romantic relationships improve your current relationships then I invite you to join this free webinar that I'm hosting next week in order to join you must dm me on instagram and just say yes i want to join the webinar i will leave my instagram linked below or you can just search me in as on instagram and one person will also go in the running to win a spot in my upcoming new program which is called peaceful relationships which is all about diving really deep on how to create genuine deep connections how to improve your relationships how to communicate your needs effectively so that you feel really supported so that you know that you always have that network of people around you that truly get you and that you can be really really yourself around so that course is valued at 555 and one person that joins the webinar by dming me on instagram will get a free spot i'm super super excited so today's conversation is going to be actually about how me and my partner met because I hear a lot from my friends, from my clients, just from general chit chat on on the streets. How will I ever meet a partner? You know, I'm sick of dating apps. I don't feel like I'll ever meet someone in real life. I don't feel like I'm going to meet someone at the bar. Like, how do you even strike up a conversation? And I get it. Like, I have definitely been through periods like that where I've craved a deeper connection or I've wanted more of a romantic relationship and I have fallen short or not fallen short because I think being single is such a freaking gift like the times that I've been single have been a real big growth transformative time for me because it's forced me to think about what I truly want without relying on anyone else it's given me the opportunity to make sure that I am able to be my best friend like and now going into dating after having been single it meant that I was spending time with people that really added value to my life rather than just spending time with someone because I was scared to be alone or scared to be lonely I never even like before I was single um, early last year I really never spent like a whole Saturday to myself I was always with someone or I was always working or I was always you know had things on whereas last year I just decided that I needed to learn how to be on my own and it was it was really hard at first like I remember some Saturday mornings waking up and having nothing on that day or maybe I had you know one thing on or whatever like a coffee with a friend or something chill and just being like so overwhelmed by all of this time and finding it really difficult to leave the house feeling really like confused like should I do this I don't know what I want to do am I allowed to do this like I really needed to learn how to listen to my intuition, which obviously I've been working really hard on doing, especially around my relationship with food, but now more so with my entire life to check back in and stop putting my decision-making capacity in another human being. And so, like I said, obviously that can be really difficult when you first are so used to being with a partner all the time to then throwing yourself in the deep end and being like, right, we got to, we got to get this show on the road on our own. Like I am the, the, what's it called? I'm steering the ship now. Um, and I don't have a map and I don't know what feels good. I don't even know who I am. This is a whole new adventure for me, but I'm just going to go. I'm going to untether myself from the wharf and I'm going to go on an adventure because what's the point of living if you're just going to be tethered to one single wharf all the time? Yeah, it might be safe. It might be predictable. But do you really just want to keep repeating the same thing over and over again and not learn anything about new, new anything, not learn anything new about yourself? 
Probably not. You know, if you're not growing, then you're dying. So let's make the most of it. Let's go and figure it out. Let's just do something. And at the end of the day, you can't make a wrong decision. Even if you do something and you're like, okay, I just, I don't know what to do today. Do I want to take myself out for coffee? Like maybe people will think it's weird that I'm going by myself or like that's all your ego, your mind trying to talk you out of it. Listen to your body. You've been given that idea by your body to go to a coffee shop for a reason. Acknowledge the fear. Okay. So what? So what if people think I look weird? So what if I don't have anything to do? Just go to the coffee shop. You can always leave. It doesn't matter what other people think of you. And actually, you'll probably end up having a better time than you think. And you'll realize how much more enjoyable it is to spend time with yourself than you've given yourself credit for. And that certainly happened to me. And so when it came to dating and when it came to me deciding that I was open to a new relationship, that I was ready kind of, I guess, to just welcome someone else into my life because I felt like it was time. And no one can tell you how long you need to be single for. No one can tell you what time frame you need to get over someone or how long you should be single. Something I always speak about to my clients is, yeah, you can do all the work on yourself. You can become the most independent, badass woman or person or whoever. And you can meet someone and get in a relationship with them. And that can set it up like that can give you a whole set of brand new challenges that you would never have been able to experience on your own. Like you can do, you can be the most woke human being and you can work through so many of your self-limiting beliefs and you can feel really confident. But when you start dating someone and those like love chemicals or those like desire, that desire comes into your body, so many things of those can just go out the window because our emotions aren't logical, right? Intuition isn't logical. Love, to be corny, is not logical. So it's just about being open and being able to receive that love, to receive those lessons, being self-aware and also knowing that, of course, you're going to be experiencing new challenges when you're opening up your life, your heart to a whole new person. And that's just part of it. Like you can love someone and you also need to make sure that you have open communication, that you know and have the language to talk about what your needs are, what your standards are, that you've actually done the critical thinking and the analysis within yourself to know these are my expectations in a relationship. These are the agreements that I have. And this is where I need you to meet me. And I'm also open to meeting your needs and what your standards and agreements are within yourself. Like how many of us are always craving like, oh, I would love to have a partner. I'd love to have this person in my life. Like, why don't I have these kinds of friends? But have you ever done the work and brainstormed, really reflected? Like, what does it actually mean to me to have a good partner? How do I want them to be around money? How do I want them to, you know, communicate to me? Do I want them to text a lot? Do I want us to call often? Um, How do I want them to, you know, be talking, introducing me to their friends and family? And how do we manage our relationship to work and other people and that kind of things like really think about it and flesh it out and not from a place of like this is how it has to be and it's got to be like this otherwise I'm going to say no because then you're going to be limiting yourself to other opportunities you know because you can't ever be like this is it black or white all or nothing kind of thing but more thinking about okay I want this person to be open about money I want them to be financially independent for example Instead of thinking they have to have this amount of money and they should be paying for everything and that should be expected and I shouldn't have to tell them that because they should be able to read my mind. Like really think about what's actually important to you and why it's important to you. Let go of it needing to be this like black or white and allow it to be an open discussion point that you can have and that you can bring into the relationship so that you're both on the same page. One of the biggest tips I can say in terms of relationships is 
Don't assume anything. That person cannot read your mind. If you have not told them something, do not assume just because you feel a certain way or you would do something for someone else that that is going to be reflected back to you because we are all human beings experiencing life at such a different evolution in such a different way that what one person is thinking will never be exactly the same as the other person so it's important that we learn how to actually have these conversations which a lot of us may not have been taught like you know I I always speak about this that we aren't taught how to manage our emotions or communicate effectively really at school like how to identify this is how I'm feeling and this is how we can work together to you know solve it or to make it better or to alleviate this feeling Oftentimes, when we feel threatened or defensive, we either back away, we leave, or we scream, we fight, we blame the other person. And that's okay. Like, obviously, that's not ideal. You're doing the best that you can. But also exposing yourself to actual ways to communicating your needs rather than leaving or fighting or blaming or whatever it is, because that's not going to help you to get to where you want to be. It might help you to blow off a little bit of steam and you might feel like you have a little bit of power in the relationship. But You want to be in an equal relationship and you also want to feel like all of your needs are being fulfilled and met. And that's not to say that your partner has to fulfill every single one of your needs, but it's like, okay, this person gives me the space to have all of my needs fulfilled by them or we have a discussion or or they understand another need that I need to get fulfilled by someone else, for example. And this is all stuff I'm going to be covering in the webinar. So definitely join, like I said, DM me on Instagram. But I wanted to share the story of how me and my uh, current partner met because It's a bit of a different story and I love it and it's really cool because I feel like I am not someone that has had heaps of experience on dating apps, not because I'm against them at all. I definitely encourage you to explore and when I am coaching my clients through dating, I always say to them like, have a really curious, lighthearted attitude. Let's just see who I can talk to. Let's just see if anyone's exciting or anyone can bring anything to the table. Instead of this attitude of like, why hasn't this person responded and there's no one on here and I don't like anyone here and rah, rah, rah. Like... Just have a little bit of fun with it and take the pressure off it because also then you're going to be more open and more chill and more relaxed and that's just going to make the whole vibe better for all that is involved. So essentially me and my partner, we first met when I was actually working as a personal trainer um, in this old gym when I was 19 and then we trained together for about a year. There was nothing romantic. It was strictly professional. I just didn't even know that we would be interested in each other at all. And then we basically had like six years where we had very limited communication. We followed each other on social media, but it was kind of like a very loose knowing like you're in my distance, you're in my aura. I didn't think about her that often. I wasn't, you know, talking to her very often, anything like that at all. And so, you know, I've heard that quote before where like, not saying that we're necessarily going to get married, but by the time you're 25, you've probably already met the person that you married. I remember my best friend said that to me one time and she was like, oh, who do you think that could be? And I remember at that time thinking there are no potential people in my life right now that I feel like I know that I would even date, let alone want to get married to. And that's because you can only see so much through your, you know, through your perspective. Like even when I think about, for example, what do I feel like eating? It's not like my brain automatically brings to my mind every single option of food that I could possibly be eating because I can obviously only comprehend so much at once. So it's all about perspective and it's not like sitting there and being like, oh my God, maybe this person will like me or this person will like me or whatever. It's more just about, okay, I'm open to thinking that maybe I know this person already and how cool would that be? And, you know, at any point it could change. And honestly, all 
all it was for us was that I just sent her a message and we went out for dinner. And then ever since then, we just had a connection and we've been vibing and there's been no pressure on the relationship. But here we are like six months, even more down the track and it's going really well. And obviously, you know, there are their own highs and lows as in every single relationship but that's just because you're getting to know another person and when you're so open and vulnerable with someone else of course there's going to be challenges between the two of you but then there's also the flip side of feeling really understood of feeling really supported and that comes when you know yourself really well you're able to portray that to someone else and you also create a safe space in the relationship so that you can both get to know each other really well like if you're both really closed off or you're not open or you aren't very self-aware then that's going to be echoed in your relationship but if you're both committed to being vulnerable to working on yourself for yourselves then when you come together it's going to create this beautiful safe environment where you can have a really open and honest relationship and like I said I wanted to share this story because I feel like a lot of people are like how can I possibly have a partner how can this possibly work out how can I possibly find more friends and I've spoken before about meeting my friend Mimi who's also a business coach Um, and how it just all happened really out of nowhere and really quickly and we just became friends really quickly and that's the thing with relationships time is such a like you know it doesn't really matter in terms of relationships because you might be friends with someone for five years but maybe you just don't have that in-depth connection because of whatever reason you might meet someone next week and just feel like you've known them forever And that's okay. As I said before, there are no timeframes with any of these things. Like you are allowed to decide how you feel and you, no one else can tell you what that means to you or what the right time is. Decide that for yourself. Be an active person in your life rather than passively letting other people tell you how you should feel. I also feel like it's really interesting to hear how other people meet their partners or meet friends because it opens up your mind of how you could potentially meet other people. And Something I am constantly repeating to my clients is like, it's not your job to worry about the how or the details or the when, like that is above your pay grade. Worry about what you want and the feeling that comes with it, like how you want to feel when you're in that relationship or when you're seeing that friend or when you have that job, whatever, like it all boils down to the same thing and focus less on why isn't it here yet and when is it coming? Because If you feel like that, it's coming from a place of scarcity and you're kind of sending a signal to the universe that like you're repelling it in a way because that that does like that wanting energy is assuming that it's not going to happen. So focus instead of being grateful for it happening, of being grateful for on the journey. And, you know, it can feel frustrating, especially if you're really wanting a new partner or a new job and it just feels like it's never working out for you. It can be really exhausting and you you can acknowledge that and and you can't control it. You can't control how long things are going to take and how frustrating things are going to be. And you're allowed to feel all of those emotions. And what you can control is the way that you respond to that, the action that you take on that, the way that you take care of yourself. You can always control how you take care of yourself. Maybe, of course, you might have a reaction to something that feels outside of your control and you have a bit of an outburst or you cry and that feels like you can't control it. And that's fine. And then after that, the way that you respond, the next step that you take, how you take care of yourself, that is always within your control. So I just want to remind you of that and empower you of that. So if this uh, episode, if you've enjoyed it, if you have resonated with any of it, let me know. Um, I am excited to host my webinar next Wednesday and then I'm really, really excited to be welcoming in some new clients to the Peaceful Relationships course as well. So if you're interested in finding out more details about that and you want to hear the early bird special that I have at the moment, let me know. I'm really 
excited. I can't wait to share all of this information. As you can hear from this podcast, the past two or three years, I've been really honing down on my relationships and the way that I can put myself out there and how I can call people in. And I've just figured out a way that makes me super magnetic. Like I can think about someone and they just appear the next day. I bump into them randomly. And it's because I'm, I've mastered the ability of uh, like attaching or not attaching, um, aligning with the feeling that I want and then letting it go, letting it go. And it just happens. And when you're fully expressed and when you know what you want and you don't doubt that it's going to come to you, everything happens so much faster. So message me if you want any details about my upcoming program. And I'm excited to see you in the webinar as well.